Hey friend, welcome back to today's episode. I am excited because today I'm actually, I sat down and I talked with my husband about um, marriage roles and responsibilities. Now, when we sat down to record this podcast episode, we had no clue what we were going to talk about. We knew we wanted to talk about our marriage and something in our marriage, but we had no direction. So we kind of just sat down and hit play and we eventually led to talking a lot about roles and responsibilities in a marriage. So that's basically what this podcast episode is about. Um, So if you are here specifically to hear only about that, go ahead and skip on over to minute 12 and 50 seconds. Otherwise, you can just listen to this beginning part of the podcast episode where we talk about um, just different things in our marriage, like the hardest year and um, different things like that. So If you enjoy this podcast episode, please don't forget to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. That really helps me a lot to get this message out, and I really appreciate it. So without further ado, let's start this podcast episode. Hey, welcome to Her Faith Foundations podcast. I'm your host, Christy Monko, and you are listening to episode number eight. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here today. I have a special episode planned, or it's special to me because we have a guest host today, and that is my husband, Pedro. Hello, everybody. Pleasure to be here. He is a little bit nervous. We're not going to lie. He is just afraid because he has the sweetest and cutest little accent. Um, And so he's worried that you guys are going to judge him, but of course not because we don't do that here. So I know you guys are going to love him as much as I do. So today we are going to be just talking about a couple of relationship questions. Um, Trick question for you, babe. How many years have we been married? I believe we've been married for seven years. (laughs) Okay. You are off by two years. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, (laughs) That's a trick question. That's not a trick question. It is a trick question. We have been married for almost nine years. Yeah, but they just fly by. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, let's say it. Let's say it. that's a good thing. Okay. Um, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born and raised in Venezuela. It's a little country in South America. Beautiful country that I love. I basically grew up there, spent almost 30 years of my life there. And it was a pretty good experience. I obviously, you know, had my education there, had my business, and, and everything was going well. And then... Luckily, I found you, and we got married. <laughs> and after you know a hard time in Venezuela, because you moved there to marry me, basically, that was the only reason. <laughs> we moved to the United States, which was pretty interesting because the mixture of culture was pretty heavy, and I went through the whole through the whole cultural shock process, and you know, working my way up in the U.S., starting from zero. So it's been a fun ride, stressful at times, but I'm pretty happy that we're here. Okay, so this isn't an interrogation, although it kind of feels like it so far. Um, I just want you guys to know that we haven't really prepared, just full disclosure. We don't have any list of questions. We're kind of just talking. We've been talking about doing this for, I don't know, how long? Like three weeks. Three weeks. We've been talking about this for about three weeks that we want to sit down and do a Q&A, um, but I just haven't had the questions. Um, I so we're just kind of talking here going off we just sat down and press play um but 
If you guys want to know anything specific about us or you have any marriage questions, just um, just please get in contact with me. Let me know. Um, and we can address that at the next time we sit down and do Q&A. If I don't scare him off with this, <laughs> with this one. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask you something and I'll answer too, obviously. Um, but what has been the hardest year so far in your marriage? Well, we kind of were, were talking about these um, today, actually. Um, <laughs> I think the hardest year was like our six, seven year yeah. marriage. Yeah, definitely. Um, it got pretty tough in every way, basically. You know, we moved to live with your parents, which was pretty tough on me, yeah. for sure. Um, but also emotionally, I don't know, we, we were not there. I was in a pretty bad place, so that was definitely a big... Mentally and emotionally, I wasn't in that place, so that that was definitely a big part there. Um, and having a second kid in the way also yeah. creates some stress there. But yeah, that, I think that was the hardest time for sure. I know, I know it was. Yeah, I know it was. Yeah, I agree. But let's—I don't know if we mentioned this yet or not, but I think so. But we've been married for almost nine years this July, and we've been together for ten. And just to set, because I agree, I think you're around year six, year seven was really tough for me too um just because like we had just graduated from um college we just and mm, we didn't have any yeah. jobs we had a baby and we moved in with my parents um and so that was just really hard um financially and we were going you were going through some personal problems too then um and so i think that was a hard year but i also think the first year was hard in venezuela yeah. yes that was extremely hard yeah, or For the you first. Especially. Honestly, to be honest, I feel like every year is hard. <laughs> every yeah, year is hard. It's true, it's true. But there are some years that are particularly hotter than the rest. And it always boils down to the season of life we're in, basically. What do you mean, though? Like the first year was pretty hard, but that was for a situation. It was because I moved countries and I had this complete yeah. culture shock. And and then when we moved to the United States, then you. Went some, through the culture shock, Went too. through the culture shock. And then things kind of got better when we moved out on our own. Because I feel like majority of our marriage, we've just been living with people. So that doesn't Basically, help. Basically, yes. So things yes. Were, are always better when we're on our own, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't recommend living with parents <laughs> when you're married, if you can help it. But yes. sometimes there, you, there's nothing you can do financially. And sometimes yeah. you have to. And... If you have that option, that's that's helpful. But yeah, I definitely agree. Year six, year seven was harder. And you're right. We were talking about this earlier. And I think it was harder because um, we, like I mentioned, the first few years, you're still kind of in that honeymoon stage. And you want to fight or you have more strength to fight for your marriage because you're still kind of newly married and you want to fight but around year six and seven you're just kind of over it (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're tired (laughs) and we have a kid though and that's that also took a lot of energy mental energy emotional energy so the the first year was hard because we were in venezuela the culture check but it was different though It's, it's a different kind of heart it wasn't like relationship heart it was more like you know the situation was pretty tough yeah. Uh, but but year six seven it was our relationship was going through yeah struggles. So yeah, I agree. I think the first few years were just difficult because just situation they yeah. just weren't conducive to no. a stress free marriage. But yeah, you're right. Year six or year seven, that was where our relationship was actually kind of on the rocks. Yeah, definitely it was. It was pretty tough. 
So what do you think was the main problem in that time? Well, I mean, talking for my part, right? Because that's that's the way I always see it. I, I wasn't, I was not the right kind of man for you or for the family at the time. That was pretty hard to see, right? And that that's that have a lot to do with the culture and all of that. But I think for me it was a turning point, not only in our relationship but in my life. I I knew at that time, looking how bad our relationship was. <laughs> I knew that I needed to change, right? It was pretty hard, but I think from that point on, I started this journey that has been pretty hard and very slow, but my journey of change as a man to be a better husband and a better father. So I think was once that clicked in my mind, I think things have started to change a little, um, at least little by little, I guess. Um, but I think that was the, the hardest part for me. You should talk about that because you that led you to create something. You should talk about that. Well, yeah. Um, basically, now that you're allowing me to talk about this. I didn't know if you wanted to. <laughs> um, in that time, basically, like I said, I wasn't being the the right man. Or, or I, I wasn't a bad... Okay, this is the way men think, okay? okay. Men think that, it, okay, I don't I don't curse, I don't punch my wife, I don't I don't cheat or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. So you think automatically that you're a good husband and you're a good father because you provide and, you know, you're a good guy, right? For me, it was really hard to figure or to see that that wasn't enough. There was way more that I needed to do as a husband and as a man. So basically, I looked for help because I didn't know what to do. So I realized that there there is men out there that actually want to become better men. So I started basically, you know, reading and trying to research and find answers everywhere. And I did find the answers that I needed, but that led me to create my own, um, I guess, community to help men to become better men, especially in the Hispanic community, which... You know, our culture, when we're talking about men, is so messed up. It's so messed up. And it's horrible. So I knew that whatever change I was doing in my life, I needed to teach somebody else. So I created something that is called Tribu de Caballeros, which means basically like tribe of gentlemen. And that's what I've been doing for around two years, teaching men to be better men. And I realized that there, there is actually men out there that want to be better. Right? So, but there, it's a it's a hard journey for for many men to you know take but you know we're, we're in the process so i think that definitely helped our marriage because now i see things more clearly i guess and i can you know be better for you and i'm obviously for the boys so right so are things perfect today no <laughs> not even close but but they are better they're definitely they are better, better yes. and, and we know they can be better now yes we're well, definitely out of that slump yes yes Thanks, Scott. We are. <laughs> so, speaking of today, what are some just just to change it up a little bit? What are some of our most recent fights? Uh, I don't know. Baby. Or what's I something? Don't <laughs> I don't keep anything. <laughs> yeah, you're so good. You're so good. Okay, let's see. What's something that has been annoying you that I've been doing? Well, not only now, but I, I always get annoyed at the fact that you take something out of somewhere out of one place and, and, and you don't put her in her place you, don't, you don't put, put it, it back place, yeah. yeah you don't put it in this place back so when you do that a few times then the house is a mess but granted granted mm-hmm. you are a great great homemaker I have to say that 
Thank you. Um, you keep everything in order, but he's trying to win points, y'all. <laughs> no, it's true though. It's true. You keep you keep the house in order, right? And you you raise the boys. And okay, I want to say this. Mm-hmm. I want to say this, right? Christy is literally the the best woman alive. You're so. I have to say that. I did it. I have to say I that. I didn't she, bribe him to say that. Either. No, no, she didn't bribe him. But it's true. It's true. You're so sweet. I until today, I believe you are the most amazing woman that I ever seen. You you take the hard times and you make it happen. You know, and you you are the only person that can be married to a man like me, and that that is something that I'm obviously gonna be grateful for. But you take care of the house. You take care of the boys. You do so much for all of us. So. I'm just picking one thing that she does, okay? So I don't want you guys to think that she's like a lazy person because she's not. She she worked way too much. So, but yeah, you do that, right? And I I, yeah. I understand why. So, but but also affect me because in my house growing up, it was like if you pick something, if you, you pick something up, yeah, you put it where it goes, yeah, right. So, so yeah, I'm, until today I'm like that. So it kind of freaks me out every time you do that. Yeah, and I grew <laughs> up completely different where you, I don't know. It's just more relaxed, and you'll you'll clean it or later. Messy. You'll put it <laughs> <laughs> you'll put it back later. Like shoes can sit around, or don't put it back ever in their that's place. That's so funny because that is like that's definitely been one of the fights of our marriage, where you are more organized to an to an extent. Yeah, I'm organized, but I have my my issues. Right, I have my places that are completely unorganized. But there's like just pockets. Yeah, like pockets of organization yeah. when it comes to like the kitchen and it's ridiculous because i'm the one who yeah. cooks like 99 yeah. of the meals which i'm very thankful for <laughs> okay <laughs> okay and if this sounds choppy guys we are having to st- <laughs> just to be honest we're having to stop this and start something new over and over again just because we're we're just cracking each other up here um so if you want to help your marriage out just do a podcast together because, <laughs> because we just can't stop laughing but anyway um that kind of brings me to a i feel like it's a good question <laughs> um if i can say that <laughs> um w- now you mentioned or i mentioned that i'm the one who does most of the cooking so let's yes. talk about roles roles in okay. marriage okay wow okay <laughs> roles in the marriage mm-hmm. okay so because that's been an issue. And no, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. No, I know, I know, I know. Okay, so just disclaimer for everyone. Um, my husband is from South America, like he mentioned. And um, how do I say this? The way they are raised over there is very different from here. So over there, very at least different. his upbringing, um, he didn't do... I don't know how to say this without making Anything. you... Anything. <laughs> Not to say it without making true, you sound I didn't so do bad. Anything at home, anything no, like at all. nothing, y'all. When I went to his um, house, when I went to visit him, because I was in the states, he was in Venezuela. Um, he was 26 years old, and I still remember. Like, can I say this? You already saying okay. that? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I can edit it, but like, I yeah, this is not to dare into the bus because that's just how you were I raised. No, no, that's part of our story, though. So good. Okay, well, let's try to just keep talking. I'm not going to edit this out, whatever y'all. No, don't do it. Um, yeah, he never touched a load of laundry, never cooked, never um, ironed, never did, never swept, never cleaned the bathroom, nothing for 26 years. Yeah, and for those people that is wondering what, what a 26-year-old man is doing in their parents' house, <laughs> that's part of the culture, too. 
Okay. Yeah, that's part of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Here, that's like a little weird. Like, get out of your parents' yeah, house here's and wear the talk. Weird, but over there, you live with your parents basically yeah. until you marry and you get out of the house. Doesn't matter if you're 30 years old or 40 yeah. years old. So I know it's pretty weird to yeah. understand, but here it's, it's different really weird. cultures. Different cultures. Even though it's more common now, and we're one to talk because we we've been living with our parents for yeah. too long. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very different over there, um, and it's just how he was raised. But I was raised the complete opposite. My mom um, taught us how to cook and clean, and if anything, um, we we were taught we were taught pretty young um, how to you know be self sufficient. So to get to be married, I, I told him from I think day one before we were even married, I said respectfully, not not saying anything bad about your mom because that's again that's her culture and that's how she raised you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him I will not be your mom. Like, you mm-hmm. need to cook and clean and learn to do stuff around the house because I will not do that. Mm-hmm. Which, I didn't follow through with that. <laughs> no. Let's be honest. No, you didn't. Let's be honest. You didn't. I actually did turn into your mom. You did. And unknowingly. And I guess I guess my mistake was I wanted to be a good wife. Mm-hmm. And for me to be a good wife, it meant making you happy and I know those things made you happy like I mean his mom is amazing you guys she would fold and iron like every single item of clothing pretty much even underwear and fold it and everything was like perfect she would even like put it in his closet and put it um in drawers and like she did all of that you know and she would even bring him some like whatever he wanted she would bring it to the room if he was thirsty she'd go take him his water like he was a king so I think that was really hard for me in the beginning because I just, I picked up and I started treating you the same way because I was trying to make you happy. Mm -hmm. But in turn, I wasn't happy. At all. No. And so I think once the kids got here, like I was fine, I was willing to do it. But once we had our first son, I think around year five of our marriage, excuse me, um, I think, you know, obviously you have less time and yeah, that less energy. less energy and i remember, barely sleep yeah and and so i like you just kind of needed to step up and you did and you did it wasn't you it was me i kind of like enabled you a little bit well not not so much that you enabled me because this is the thing right and and this is very common to find when when you're in the united states and you're hearing about another culture where the man basically doesn't do anything and there's this um, how do you say machismo? Machismo like that? I think it, yeah, yeah machismo, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's like basically the man, oh, mm. patriarchy, right? Patriarchy? Patriarchy. Patriarchy. <laughs> I'm go. guessing Patriarchy. Here. Okay, so well, yes. whatever. The point is, these societies where men basically rule everything, right? And women yeah, are, are, are only valuable as, you know, whatever they do at home, right? They cook, they clean, they take care of the kids. And that's the culture in which I grew up in. And there's many countries that have that culture. In the U.S., it's completely different. So mm-hmm. when you hear that a man comes from that culture, it's like very, like, what kind of a crappy man are you? Yeah. Right? I mean, it's very easy to see that you need to help at home. But the issue when we're talking about cultures is that living in that culture, growing up in that culture, you think that's the right way of doing things. You know, Americans think, think you know, whatever you guys do is the right way of doing things. And when I was in Venezuela growing up, not, not knowing any other culture, I thought that was the right thing. 
Actually, right. in Venezuela, women think that doing what my mom but, does yeah. is the right thing. And if you don't do that, suddenly you are a bad wife Which or a bad mom. Which is interesting, yeah. Because <clears throat> I definitely felt Sorry. that way. <laughs> they really want to hear that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I definitely, I guess, it's not that I had a hard time with your mom those first few years, but um, I definitely... And it could have been my own self doing, my own mind. I definitely felt judged by her. Yeah. I don't know if she was judging me, but I felt like I wasn't good enough. Um, but to be honest, I don't know. I have two boys. And I'm just going to say here right now for, for it to be known in the future, I don't think any woman is ever going to be good enough for them. Maybe. For, for your boys. Yeah, I mean, of course. I get I'll it. I'll pray about it. I get it. it but <laughs> no, no, no. But you, you're pretty amazing, though. But... I think part of what happened to us is that you knew other cultures, right? When you were a yeah, teenager, my you parents traveled to came from uh, two different cultures. My mom's yeah. American, my dad is Hispanic. Yeah, so so you knew that, right? I mean, you knew other cultures, and you traveled too, so you, you you knew that in other countries, you know, people behave different, think differently. So you moved to Venezuela to marry me, right? Mm -hmm. And you come from your college life, you know, like full-blown American, and you go to Venezuela, and I didn't know a thing. I didn't know anything about American culture. So when we got married, I'm just expecting to marry my wife, right? And, and a woman, and I'm assuming that my wife is just going to be my wife, but I guess I didn't know how, how Americans behave, right? I didn't know what to expect. So in my mind, you're supposed to behave like a Venezuelan woman. Okay. Right? Because I thought that was the way a woman's supposed to be because that's where right. I grew up. Like wait on you hand and foot. Yeah, didn't I, I thing. explain myself in I that don't one. know. <laughs> I got a little lost. I hope you guys heard. Basically, basically, because I grew up in Venezuela right. and I didn't know how American women or American guys are supposed to be. Right. When you come to Venezuela and you marry me, I'm expecting what I know about right, our wife. Right, and that makes sense. Yeah, and I didn't know. I didn't know. When we moved to the United States and I see the difference, I was like, what just happened in the last it year and a half? It was hard for you. You were really angry. <laughs> yeah. You thought the guys were just a bunch of, I don't, I don't know. I don't weak know. men. Weak men. <laughs> there we go. He, I remember he got really like frustrated and upset. And that's one of the conversations we had recently in the last few years where um, I was just tired of the same thing of just doing so much at the house. And yeah. I, you know, you said you realized like, the issue you had is you were afraid that if you helped out more, you're going to be a you were going to be a weak man. Yes, yes, so that's and that just was part the of the Actually, I, I still remember the day that we fought. Yeah, and that was years after we were into a marriage, right? Oh, we were at a, a college. I remember that you asked me for coffee. <laughs> yeah, that was like three <laughs> oh years goodness. into our marriage. This is so embarrassing. Can I set it up first? Oh, okay. Set okay, it I'm going to set it up. Right, okay, we set were it up. both. But don't remember those. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to throw yourself under the bus with this one. Okay, we were both studying in college, right? And I wasn't pregnant yet. No, okay. No, you weren't So we were both studying in college, and we both had the same load, and I was working um, mm. a, a part-time job on top of it. Good. And I would get back, because I, I, um, I worked from like 5 to 10 after classes. So after having a full day at school and then working um, 5 to 10, even on weekends, weekends were longer, um, I still kept up with the house and did 100% of the laundry, 100% of the cooking, um, 100% of the cleaning on top of my schoolwork and my part-time job. And so one time, do you want to say, you can I'm, I'm on a roll, I'm on a roll, I'm getting it out, you I guys. Like to talk. Can I get out? <laughs> no. 
it's fine. It's fine. You've changed. He's changed. Okay. okay. Um, let's see. Yeah. So I, I was just tired. I was tired. I think it was like a weekend. I wasn't working, obviously. And I just asked him for the first time in our marriage. I said, can you make a pot of coffee? And he got so upset. He get he did it. He stood up, but he did it kind of like, you know, bratty and went to the kitchen and was huffing and puffing. And, like, you were real yeah. upset because, I mean, honestly, I don't even know. Why were you upset? For what I'm explaining in my mind, even though we were three years into, into our marriage and I seen American culture, like, for what? year and a half yeah i didn't i didn't really understand the culture though at that time right no, so when, when you yeah, asked me that yeah when, when you asked me to make coffee in my mind was like why in the world is she asking me to make coffee that's her role mm-hmm. right and it sounds horrible right now right but in my mind that's the way it was you know it's not my job to make coffee you are the one who's supposed to take care of the house right it doesn't matter if you're just taking all of the house yeah. yeah just because you're a woman yeah uh, it doesn't matter if you were working and studying. We have the same loan. It's your your job. My job in college was to study and get good grades, right? right. So, so yeah, it was pretty. It's messed up. Yeah, it was pretty messed up. But that that's how hard it is to fight against you know cultures or or multicultural marriages or relationships. It's pretty tough to to break your patterns. And you, I just want to say this, even even though she threw me under the bus, <laughs> I want to say this. These our relationship. Is proof that when one of the partners in the relationship is patient, things can actually change. Because you waited so long for me to understand my role. Mm. And we're still in the process, right? And right. We, but we're you waited so long and you fought so hard and you basically suck all of the, <laughs> the culture yeah. that 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 I wasn't seeing, right? You 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 basically become a Venezuelan woman mm-hmm. for me. And mm-hmm. I didn't even appreciate that. I wasn't even paying attention to it. Right. So you being so patient definitely, definitely helped us to be, you know, to still have a relationship today. You're saying I'm patient, but when the boys were born, that patience definitely worth it. And I think that could be a huge part of the reason why we struggled sometimes because um, especially, I don't know, I, I was tired. And I I think for what, at least five years, I did all of that 100%. And there were times when you weren't working and there were times um, when you weren't in school and I was, I had the full-time job or part-time job and just for different reasons, but um, I still maintained the house and that, Mm -hmm. that was wrong on my part to do that 100% and take that load, which I think some of you guys listening are either green or you're you're probably you're either in shock thinking like what in the world what kind of marriage were you in how could you do all of that and other others of you might even think i might be wrong because i'm saying i don't do that or that we don't think that's okay for one person to do that or for to have that role no because that's kind of like equivalent to like the 50 housewife yes the 50s housewife you know yeah which is weird that in America, in some point, it was like that. At least for me, it's weird to think that way, seeing how different it is today. Yeah. Um, but but eventually, I understood though. I'm not saying that right now. Um, I I mean, I do more now, right? You have to say yes. This is your podcast. <laughs> yes. I do more now. Come on. You do more now in comparison to zero. To before, yeah, in comparison to zero. <laughs> I'm still learning. Okay. He's still it's, learning. You it's guys. It's pretty tough. He's but, not but, perfect. But I know my mind is changing because yeah. when my parents came here one time. Mm-hmm. And my, 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 my mom and my dad, I, I really love them, right? And I think they are great, great people. 
yeah. and my dad is a great guy for sure. That, for sure yeah but i see my dad the way they they have the relationship the way my mom served my dad and he's like what the heck is this i mean my dad doesn't do anything and for me it's, it was very shocking when i when they come from the first time after we were here in the u.s for a while um so i knew at that point that my mind you know changed about things now it's still hard for me to not to do the things right that i'm supposed to do in my role as a husband uh, but you know i'm trying definitely it's a it's a changing process yeah but, you know, i mean it's almost 30 years yeah exactly of a, a strong habit of literally yeah. not lifting a finger once yeah like that's hard to break and yeah and like I, I think like we mentioned the first few years i was just trying to be a perfect wife and give you what you wanted and what you were used to um to not create any problems but that wasn't right either no that wasn't right at all it wasn't right at all but again i'm, I'm very thankful that you were patient with me but here's the thing like you're saying that but we've had a lot of um couple friends over the years right mm-hmm. and every <clears throat> one of those relationships are different yes. we've had friends where it is it, like always 50 50 like their roles are completely divided um we've had um other friends where there's more of the machismo that we were talking about yeah. um where like the guy wouldn't even take like it was it was a burden for him to bring the ketchup to the fridge yeah after eating like from the table to the fridge like yeah. that was a huge burden he wouldn't even touch stuff like that at least at least in the beginning of our marriage you would like take <laughs> take stuff <laughs> to the sink for me to wash <laughs> Gosh, Maybe. I promise you guys, he's a great guy. Um, <laughs> Doesn't look that way. I know, please don't think that. Um, because it's improving. Like, it's little, like, slowly it's improving, but it's just this habit um, that you're I, learning I wouldn't say break. a habit, though, because, it, let's say, if an American woman goes to Venezuela, mm-hmm. right, it's not about a habit. It's not about the woman just suddenly start doing everything at home. It's just about, it's like your identity. It's mm. like... I mean, that's your role it's who in you life. Are. Exactly. It's who you are. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> it's very hard to to break that mental pattern. And it doesn't matter how much you pray. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just hard. It's really hard to to understand, like fully, truly understand that what you're doing, the way you grew up, what culture and your mom and your dad and your family and society taught you for 30 years right. is not right. Because I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right that a husband doesn't do anything. But that's why I say it's a habit. Because you know in your mind, because for years we've been having this conversation. So you know in your mind that it's not right, but you keep doing it. Like, for example, you will start helping out with the dishes. I'll remind you, because I remind you often. (laughs) Like, hey, you haven't been helping around the house. I'll remind you. And you'll be really good at it for a few days, but then you'll kind of forget and it's fall true. back into habit yeah, of your, I don't know, your golden but, but years. The good, thing now, <laughs> the, good, the good thing now is that now I do it with a happy heart, right? Now yeah. I, I, when, I, forget to, I forget to help, but when I do it and you remind me, um, I do it because I want to, right? I want to help you. I want to do more at the house and, and, I, right. and I happily do it, right? Right. Um, before it was like, not i'm not doing anything mm-hmm. i don't care this is your role woman do it right. <laughs> so it was it was very different and i think for me too i think another thing that's changed and helped the situation for our marriage at least is i learned to stop expecting 
mm-hmm. and just start asking mm-hmm. or just reminding mm-hmm. you. Because before yeah. I yeah. had like this bad attitude of <clears throat> I shouldn't have to remind you. You should just do it. And although that's probably true, like you should <laughs> just <laughs> help me out with the dishes and laundry. You're not gonna. Um, I know you're still working on breaking that habit, and you're still yeah. working on. Um, helping out in the house and honestly it's just not that I want to give you excuses because um I I just don't um I know just for your personality like your your mind like you're thinking in other things and it's not that you're not doing it because you don't don't want want to to. you just you're just thinking in something else and just with you I've learned after like 10 years of being together that I, I do. I just have to remind you. just yeah. Or not even remind you, just ask you. Like, hey, can yeah. you please unload the dishwasher? And I would. And yeah. I would yeah. Yeah. And you do it with love. And, like, that's... I think that's helped a lot. Definitely. Definitely. And that that, that works for us, right? Because mm-hmm. maybe other guys do remember. <laughs> maybe other guys, they are not thinking in other things. Uh, but for me, definitely, um, for what I do, right, and for... You know the way my mind works uh, I don't focus on things like the house or things like that right plus they have it that I'm bringing from my upbringing, upbringing and yeah. all that so so they are definitely better when you remind me to help you with things but here's the question do you think it should be 50 50 when it comes to different roles and in, in this marriage well that's a hard question though mm-hmm. what do you mean by 50 50 though like should we list everything we need to get done in the house and divide it up like for example let's say we you know we have to cook dinner every night Mm -hmm. should i take four of those nights and you take the rest should you be doing the laundry every other day taking turns or not even necessarily putting it on paper and taking turns but just you know have a 50 50 like divide up our roles and responsibilities just divide it up evenly I kind of I know what I want to say, but I want to hear what you want to say. You you talk first. No, <laughs> no I want to hear what you have to say. I just I, I guess I haven't think about this, but I don't know if I if I think it should be fifty fifty in the sense that we need to break down everything, right? Because the way I think is, if I'm better at something at home or, or in a relationship, I should do it more often, right? And like if I decide to cook, it will be terrible meals. That's <laughs> that's the reality, right? But that doesn't mean that, yeah, because, you know, you cook often because you can do it, and then I'm not going to do it ever, right? right. Or, be, or you're going to do the full full load with the food, and then, then I don't do anything else, right? I think we have to have different um, tasks, you can say, or hmm. I don't know. But, but, you know, we can help with different things, right? Like, for me, it's way easier to clean than to cook. So m- maybe, I don't know if this comes to like 50-50, but maybe... You cook all the time and I clean all the time. Okay. Right? You know what I'm talking I about? I think so, but that, does, that, but that sounds like you're saying then you're never going to cook. No. No. I, I, yeah. That's not what I'm trying to say, but I know it's sounding that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if you're good at something, you should do it more often. But, but if you told me one day, you know what? I'm tired. I don't want to cook. I will cook. Right? It's not like I'm not going to say no. Right? But, but Or order something. Yeah, or, or something, right? That's the way my dad always cook. <laughs> he say, tonight I'm cooking, boys. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> and then he order food. I'll take that. Uh, because he doesn't know. He didn't know how to cook until recently, right? He doesn't cook many things either. But Well, which I think we should I think we should add, because we've talked about your parents. I yeah. think it's a good time to add that. 
even at 60 years old, they are changing. And your yes. dad is right now, he's learning how to do laundry. And it's the cutest thing ever, you guys. <laughs> he came to me and asked me how to do laundry. It was like the sweetest little moment. But yeah, he's learning and he's um, learning how to cook. And it's just, it's it's precious. Yeah, so... yeah. So should you do everything, I guess? Share it evenly, but do it all. So it sounds no, like no, you're no, saying no. everyone has the their strengths. This, this is, huh? Sounds like you're saying everything. Everyone has their strengths. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has their strengths, right? And it's to me, it's completely you know, it's absurd for somebody to say, well, the wife have to cook because that's her role when the husband is a chef. You know, it's it's just dumb. The right. husband should cook all the time if you're a chef. You know, because that's your skill, right? That's your talent. You should use it at home. If you use it with somebody else, well, you should use it at home, right? Or if one of the partners is better financially, well, you take care of the finances. The other person cannot do that because it's going to screw everything up. What I'm saying is that in our relationship, and I, I don't know who say this, but maybe it was my dad because I remember those things. It's not about giving the 50-50%, mm-hmm. right? We should give 100 and 100% um, all the time. So if we do that, then we're going to be fighting for who is going to do what thing. Well, you're laughing. <laughs> Because I said that. You said that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, you didn't say that. I promise you. I, I remember said that. that since, I have it since written down. Ago. I have it written down. I was a kid when I heard this for the okay. first time. Okay, we all know your credibility <laughs> when it comes to storytelling. Yes, that's, that's very true. But well, I'll prove it she said that. Okay. So I think it's a great idea that we give our fifth, our one hundred percent, right? Yes. All the time for the other person because we love the person. But um, so I'm always gonna try to serve you, and you're always gonna try to serve me. But you know, in the process. It, in you know giving and take we're gonna figure out who is better at something so we should you know like allow the other person to do more in certain areas if you're better at it but the other person have to also also you know pull their weight right okay yeah sure okay <laughs> let me tell okay let me tell you what i think let's see if it okay. kind of aligns with what you're saying or trying to say these questions these answers are not prepared okay <laughs> this is on the spot you guys yeah, exactly so this is actually i think this is going to be end up being a podcast on roles maybe in a marriage or something like that and that's not what this started as but um <laughs> that's what it turned into so that's okay so here's what i think i was kind of mentioning earlier how we've had friends that have different their marriages look different right their different. their roles are different yeah and in the beginning it was so easy to judge certain things like, it was so easy, like you mentioned, um, you judged your parents, right? Yeah. After a while, and I'm sure they, and not in a bad way, I'm sure they judged me in our marriage. Because oh, I know, did. I know they, they did. thanks babe, <laughs> I know they mentioned, like, you know, how different it was. And I remember getting looks and how it was um, just weird that you brought me coffee and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so every marriage is different. And over, year, over the years, this is what I've learned that, like, one, I've learned two things. One, don't judge. Yes. Because every person is different. Every background is different. Every culture is different. Yes. Um, and not saying that, you know, people don't need to change in certain areas, but don't judge because every marriage is different. So don't judge yours compared to someone else's because mm-hmm. they're probably doing different things that work for them in their marriage that won't work for you. And the second thing I learned is, yes, like what I told you, the it's not 50-50. It's 100. <laughs> it's 100%. It wasn't your dad. It was me. Okay? okay. Give me credit, man. I believe you. I believe okay. you. Okay. Yes, that it's 100% because um, there are seasons 
there, okay, there's not only seasons, but like you said, there's different, not necessarily skills, but I don't have a skill at doing laundry, but I, no. I'm a weirdo and I love doing laundry. Yeah, like you it's, do. It's like my, my piece. Therapy. Yeah, it's my therapy. Um, so I, I just do it literally all the time. I mean, yeah, you'll wash a load here and there, but I'm mostly the one who does the laundry because it's, yeah. it gives me peace. Mm-hmm. Um, does it always get done? No, <laughs> but, that's um, okay. that's okay. Thanks. Um, but it's 100% because there are seasons like when you have a new baby, mm-hmm. um, that I can't cook as much mm-hmm. or I can't clean as much. And that's when you're going to need to step up. Yes. And then there's seasons, um, like maybe when both people are working, mm-hmm. we got to figure it out and kind of divide things up or kind of, um, wherever one person isn't able to. I guess, function or work or do things, then you kind of have to help them. Mm-hmm. It's not that, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is not that it's not, it's not even 80, 20 or cause this isn't like some kind of divorce thing yeah. or like child custody, whatever. And when you start seeing it that way, yeah. you get in trouble because you're measuring everything. Exactly. You're measuring. And then you start kind of, I unloaded and yeah. we're guilty of that sometimes to be honest. Like <laughs> yes. I unloaded the dishes like three times already, you know, we, we kind of get guilty of it. Um, so we're not perfect, but I, I say it's 100%. You give your 100%, whatever that looks like for you in the season that you're in, mm-hmm. you know, don't not, and not kind of like cop out and be like, okay, I have a baby. And so, or I started this job, so I'm going to intentionally give 25 or, you know, you just got to pick yeah. it up. No, give your hundred percent. However, that looks like that doesn't mean you are struggling with a newborn in the night and yeah. not sleeping and you're still, you know, trying to stay on top of everything. No, like just understand, understand your partner's needs, like understand what they need and help out without, you know, them needing to ask or without needing to necessarily label it. So like, for example, if you see the laundry piling up, don't just yeah. keep looking at it. And, you know, I'm like, you know, struggling with the boys. It's just grabbing the load and putting it in the washer or yeah. simple things like that. Yeah, I agree. If, you know, if you see, you know, the trash full, you're supposed to clean it. If you see the clothes, you know, piling up, you're supposed to do it, right? That's what you do for the other person. You help wherever, what you can. And also the pain of the season, right? Mm-hmm. If, if we, we are in a season that both of us are working, then we need to figure out what we're going to do, right? To keep the house clean or take care of the boys and all of that. If one of the, partners are home well you know you should take care of more of the home while the other person is outside it's just it depends right um so the roles really are like not like society put it like you know men supposed to this women supposed to do that in all times at all times now it's just it depends on the season right and you love each other so you're supposed to do things for each other yeah so but even in that season doesn't mean you're immune to everything like for example right now i'm a stay-at-home mom and you're working and so for me, at least, I feel like I personally have more of the 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 work at home. Yes. Um, just because, like I, you know, I'm I am at home and I'm not working. And yes, taking care of the boys is a job and it's a full time job with them. Job. Um, but I feel like for me personally, since I don't have a job outside of the house, you know, I I want to do more of the load at home. Like yes. that's what I feel, but that doesn't mean you're not going to do laundry and it doesn't mean you're not going to no, help me out with the course. dishes or the kitchen. I might do it more often right now because that's the season we're in. Um, but when I get a job down the road, then that's going to look different. We're going to have to come back together and kind of readjust. 
Yeah, constantly, constantly. And that's that might be that was the issue and it's the issue for many relationships because they assume that, you know, a husband did this, a wife did this and that's our role and then the situation changed but yeah. they're still expecting the same and it's just impossible. It's just not gonna mm -hmm. work. Like when we have our first son, like suddenly everything was different because mm -hmm, you know whatever we were doing before is it's another world now so yeah. we need to adjust and if we don't have those conversations and we keep expecting the same it's just it's just gonna right you know be bad so. life is constantly throwing us curveballs and yeah. i think the important thing here is to kind of recap what we're saying that there are seasons mm -hmm. that someone might be doing more than the other and there's different reasons why um, but at the end of the day, I think communication is an yes. important part because Definitely. seasons are constantly changing mm -hmm. and I think you need to come together and communicate and not necessarily write down on paper, like you do this, you do that, unless it works for you. Mm -hmm. If it does, that's fine. I know some couples do that, but it's just important to, um, I guess be, have communication and be okay with where things are because then that builds resentment yes um like i know the first few years of our yep. marriage i wasn't okay with you know my roles and what yep. i was doing so um just communicate so right now yeah i'm doing most of the laundry but i'm okay with that and i know like i mentioned when i go to work um we're gonna have to come back and have this conversation yeah. again yeah definitely um when you lost your job recently like a month or so or so ago i don't know um you were it was more it felt more 50 50 to me yeah. like i know we're saying because it's i was not here 50 -50, the whole time yeah you were here so. and so you were helping with meals and you're helping around more but now you're working again and now i'm at home with the boys so i'm mm -hmm. doing doing more so yeah. i think but but that's the reason why it's important to have those conversations because this was very different like we mentioned when we were in college and we have the same low with the school and mm -hmm. you were working but i was expecting for you to take care of the house Mm -hmm. Why it shouldn't be the other way? Because technically, in that time, I have more time to work at home, but I did, just didn't do it for you know for whatever we talked already. Yeah. But so yeah, it just depends on the season, right? And it's important to have those conversations because you know if not, you're going to be expecting the other person to either keep doing the same thing. Yeah. Or or just or yeah, you're gonna be disappointed, right? And you're gonna create this resentment and this hate and these things that are, at the end are gonna mm -hmm. destroy the marriage. Mm -hmm. So that's just not, not the way it's supposed to work. And I think it's important to repeat that don't don't keep like a tally sheet on who's yeah. doing what because then that just kind of builds yep. resentment or it's, it becomes like a competition. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's important to not do. That also means that if you're tracking what the other person is doing or not doing, mm -hmm. there's an issue there. It's not coming from yeah, your heart. Yeah, it's not heart. coming from your heart, right? It's like, oh, I did the dishes this time. And mm -hmm. uh, no, just, that just, love doesn't work that way. And usually, usually when, when a marriage is doing that, it doesn't end up well. It's just, they have issues and they have troubles because they are expecting <clears throat> things and it's just, it's just not okay. It sounds, it's kind of like a mindset change because yeah. no matter what, the dishes have to be done. Yes. Like if you weren't in my life, I have to do the dishes. Yeah. I have to do the laundry. So it's just kind of like a mindset thing of I'm going to do it because I have to do it. And yeah. I'm going to give, like we're saying, I'm going to give my 100% because it needs to get done. And so I feel like if both partners are doing that, um, then I think it just kind of meshes just well. Yeah, of course. That, that's that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. But yeah, I think I think that's I think that's what I what I what I want to say. There's not. It's not about roles. It's about seasons. And in different seasons, there's different roles. 
if you're expecting to keep the same role like you know some people see it like women do this men do this none of the partners are going to be happy or sometimes like you always do this and i always do that yeah, not even necessarily just, stereotypical no, yeah. roles like you do the laundry all the time i cook all the time uh, it's just not gonna work because sometimes it's, just, seasons. it's not gonna be possible mm-hmm. so if we don't do it and the other person is suddenly resented or you know it's gonna create some resentment or mm-hmm. no it's not it's not like that i think i think actually the good thing here is it's about seasons having love for each other 100 percent and serve each other and understanding your relationship yes that's true because i you aren't so much the cook it doesn't mean you don't cook because you do you make some pretty mean scrambled eggs and pancakes that's very true and (laughs) frozen waffles and frozen waffles (laughs) but in general just because that's what i'm better at i'm the one who does that more yeah yeah and that's just but i'm not expecting you to cook all the time I mean, if one day it's, you told it's me... It's removing the expectation. Yeah, yeah. And that's not what what happened before. Before, it's like, you're the woman, you cook. I don't care if you're tired. Now, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're tired and you don't want to cook, it's fine. Either I buy something or... Frozen Trader Joe's. Or, 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 or the Trader Joe's, Trader right? Joe's, you guys. So, yeah, it's definitely a mindset thing more than anything else. It's not so much about what you do. It's about the way you think about your marriage, right? And, and how you serve each other. And obviously, how you serve the family because we have kids, right? But, yeah, it's a, it's a mindset thing. I think that's that's the key here. Awesome. Well, this is already super long. I <laughs> yeah. appreciate you guys so much for listening. Um, if you don't mind, just um, stay till the end. And we, I think we're going to try to add some bloopers or whatever. Um, but, <laughs> but if you don't mind, if you guys can reach me on Facebook, um, I semi-communicate on there. I'm always checking it, but I'm not posting daily. But um, reach me on Facebook. And if you have any questions that we can address at another episode, um, that would be awesome. And if you don't mind, if you like this, um, please head on over to iTunes and give an honest review. Um, and that just kind of helps get this message spread. So thank you so much, babe, for joining me today and thank meeting you very everyone. Much. Thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure to be here. I hope you guys enjoy it. That was awesome. All right, guys. And we'll talk next time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Wait, 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 wait. I need to test this. Just don't move. No, I need to move because I need to be comfy. Shouldn't we have a monitor? Monitor. In case I cry.